Hello, world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning, world. Shelley Shearer here, and welcome to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. I have a couple things to talk about today, actually. And it was interesting. It always is interesting to me when I think, ah, I've got nothing to tell the world today. No less life lesson to teach anyone or share with anyone. And then all it takes is me just having a few moments to perhaps check my meditation book or something. And then boom, there's the idea. Now I wanted to share something with you and I thought, hmm, is it appropriate? But here's, let me, I've, I've kind of got some thoughts that are all over the map. So let me sort of start with one thing at a time here. I went to a meditation book and today's meditation was put yourself on equal ground. And I thought, okay, so I'm reading through it and it's talking about giving up your power. Well, that immediately got me thinking about what happened with our world, my husband and I, this past week. And then it got me thinking about the audiobook I'm listening to. So I'm just going to share it all with you. Two weeks ago, my coach gave me a book uh, by Jim Rowan. And if you have never listened to Jim Rowan, I don't care who you are, what you do in any part of your life, he is someone you should listen to. There are just some things in life that are truths and it never changes really. And Jim just happens to be one of those individuals that learned quickly in life like right into his 20s, he was, you know, comes from a generation where, you know, you're married young in your early 20s and you by 25, you've already started your family. An American um, and just managed to get amazing mentors right out of the gate. And now he mentors millions uh, in North America and around the world. This ebook is a lot of some of his talk. Some of it is actually a book that I think he's reading. And a lot of it is just actual presentation that he's that's been recorded of him doing courses Some of it's from the late 80s and 90s, and it is as true today as it was back then. And one of the things he comments on, this is why I bring this up. So anyways, if you you want something quick and, and dirty to just like listen to in your car right now, you need a little inspiration, and you just need some direction and you're losing your way a little bit, download anything by Jim Rohn. Honestly, he's got a very pleasant voice to listen to, and his words of wisdom and his sense of humor are fantastic. I wish I was half the speaker that he is. He's amazing. And one of the things he talks about is, you know, how lack of, uh, you know, we're just not rounded as a society. In other words, our kids leave high school and they don't understand finance and they don't understand any legal things in the legal system. And he talks very clearly, and I've always been a huge advocate of this in raising my own son and and now just, you know, sort of mentoring my little granddaughter and and as she will age and, and more and more information can be disseminated to her, she's still very young. But understanding the concepts when they're young of just kindness and gratitude. And then when you get older, understanding business concepts, understanding, educating yourself in areas that are of interest to you, surrounding yourself, you know, with people that you aspire to be and want to be like, you know, if, if you want to be healthy, there's no point hanging around people that all the time that eat crappy and, and drink excessively and don't exercise because you'll just get sucked into that lifestyle. So think about who you're hanging around with and what you're doing with your time. And he talks about understanding a little bit of a lot of things. Now, when I was younger, my dad used to call that a jack of all trades. And it was a little bit of an insult, actually, when my dad said it. You're a jack of all trades, master of none. Well, you know what? I'm a firm believer that you do need to master something in your life. I I think it's very important. I think we all have a very special gift about something. Doesn't 
have to be even anything extraordinary and you may think it's it's something not important but I just don't believe that there's probably something that comes to you very naturally a gift that's been given to you by God in the universe and you should nurture that and be great at it but I'm a big advocate of being a little bit of a jack of all trades and although like I said he sort of uses an insult we were when we were younger it's kind of a joke it has been my godsend in life knowing a little bit about a lot has served me very very well in my life and career and I got burnt this last week again or almost got burnt through lack of legal knowledge again and I was thinking wow how many lessons of this do I have to learn now I was very fortunate I left high school with a complete accounting uh, portfolio of knowledge I went to a high school that taught trades back in the uh, 70s uh, late 70s early 80s and you could specialize in grade 11 and 12 into so many different things so I took a course and learned to uh, do typesetting and graphic arts uh, we had a boat building uh, uh, shop we had a mechanic shop what else did we have but we had business services so you know back then you're you're learning to type in electric typewriters and I took the one right system in accounting it was just and these were electives for me actually as it turned out because I was doing a science major to go into university to become a physical therapist which never happened but other choices in life and circumstances uh, took over but I left high school completely understanding the debit and credit system and not nothing to do with computers like I truly understood it in hard copy and thank God because it ended up being my career but the point that he was making was you should kids nowadays they should understand how to balance a checkbook how to manage their money and a little bit of legal you need to understand documents and before you sign them and what you're doing out there in the marketplace there's just things in life you need to understand how the government works a bit you need to understand how legal works a bit how accounting works a bit these things you cannot go through life especially in North America without those things affecting your life because that's the type of society that we are we're you know a demographic 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 democratic society we have freedom and we have to make choices and if you remain ignorant in a lot of these sort of day-to-day -day life skill areas you're going to get taken advantage of and you're going to pay the piper now I wasn't really sure whether I wanted to podcast about this but we had a very unfortunate situation and it was very upsetting we have a legal rental suite in our home it's one of the reasons we bought this this place that we live in now because of my illness we were able to still have our full yard lifestyle and entertain but someone else was paying the mortgage and I was living with no stairs and it was easier on my body and and we stayed in our same neighborhood so we just couldn't have been more grateful well we had always given one year at a time this renter you know a year lease at a time it was in Canada it's called a verbal occupancy uh, tenancy agreement really weren't doing the right things we were doing a favor for our prior tenants that came with the house we let his ex-wife move in no agreement you know nothing was legalized and it was just like oh you know what we never raised the rent and we just thought it's not going to be forever because it was always my intention to move upstairs to enjoy the, the suite upstairs renovated a little bit because it's beautiful and full of light and the basement suite is dark and cramped and you know what we did it for two and a half years but I knew the time would come when I was going to be done with this so we gave her notice and we gave her almost four full months notice well as it turned out you know she got a little bit of knowledge from someone a girlfriend that said hey did you know that if they give you notice that you don't have to pay your last month's rent and this that and the next thing well that is actually true with the tenancy act here in British Columbia 
but we felt after everything we had done for her and making it easier for them and she was a single woman and not raising her rent or raising her utilities that this was really not very noble and not very fair of her to come to us with a technicality at the last second and say hey by the way so she waited to the 5th of the month when i said hey you know i need checks for july and august we gave her notice for september 1st could you drop those off for me and she came down, you know, almost a week into the new months to say, I'm leaving. I've already found a place at the end of the month and I don't have to pay you. And we're like, what? Because it's funny. My bank still requires my mortgage. So I was very hurt and very angry thinking, wow, how did we miss this? Well, we gave it a week and then thought, this is where we talk about now we're going to go back. I'm sorry. I know I'm a little all over the map. I'm back to put yourself on equal ground and don't let people take your power. Okay, I was feeling like my power was taken away from me, that our options, that someone was taking advantage of us. And I was very hurt by it and I was very upset. And unfortunately, which isn't my renter's problem, when I get emotionally upset and my system gets out of kilter, my fibromyalgia flares and I struggle with working and concentrating and sleeping. And it's, you know, I'm, it's, just a, it's just a little bit of a nightmare for me. My central nervous system sort of all gets out of whack. So I thought, you know, I'm phoning my lawyer. <laughs> I pay for this uh, legal monthly legal fee through my company and I thought I'm just going to get some advice and as it turned out the law was on our side because a verbal tenancy is legal and we didn't think it was we figured we had screwed ourselves over by not doing the paperwork properly and with my illness I kind of lost track in time didn't realize she'd been here two years not one and it was like oh well you know there's nothing we can do well the lawyer's like no 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 you have a one-year verbal tenancy her tenancy expired June 30th you don't have to give her notice she doesn't get a free month and she has to, in fact, give you notice. So we sent a letter to her and said, hey, you know what? I'm sorry that you, this is how you understood it, but legally this is how it is. Please pay the rent. You're living in my house. Please pay, please pay the rent. And then this person turned around and, and started making arguments. But you told me in, the, in my letter of notice that we could leave early and that you wouldn't hold us to rent. I said, yeah, to September's rent. You have to, if you live here, you have to pay. I can't start renovations with you still squatting in my house. And that's how I was feeling. I was feeling like this person was now holding me over a barrel, living in my house for free. And I'm not going to lie. I shamed her in front of her children. <laughs> She's got grown children and they came, her daughter came down to talk to me. And I said, is this the lessons that you want to teach your children? This, you know, you're, they're Christian people. I said, this is, this is not biblical. This is not right. What you're doing. If you have found a place move otherwise pay the rent you're in my home I cannot do work I pay for my groceries when I leave save on you need to pay your rent you know what as it turned out it was a very emotional scene and at the time she didn't really seem to care she felt that she just you know was being she had rights and and it didn't really matter what was right or what was wrong and I just didn't we didn't agree we had to part ways but it really upset me I don't like having conflict with people well as it turned out in the next two day or two she contacted us brought us a check but she still left you know really early with very little notice that is fine it has now been resolved but the point here is you see how my lack of legal knowledge put us in a situation where one one a person could take advantage of us and it would cost us money so always know a little bit about something. It's really helpful in your life. You're going to buy a home probably one day or you're going to be a renter or you might rent something out. You may do an investment. There are a, 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 just a hundred different ways in everyday life that legalities come into things and you need to be aware. But let's go back to the meditation today about your power. So it was amazing 
how quickly I felt my power had been taken. It was like, really, someone could take advantage of me like this quickly? And this, Keith and I, my husband and I, had an investment go sideways a number of years ago, way back in almost a decade ago. And a complete Ponzi scheme, a complete, actually, not Ponzi, a fraud. These people eventually were arrested. We all got together. They never should have been doing real estate. It was a real estate investment. And we had done a lot of real estate back in the day and thought we knew enough legally to kind of go our own way with this one particular investment. And we shouldn't have. We, we just, we completely got hosed. They took our money and, uh, and scared us into thinking we owed like a million dollars collectively because they illegally signed documents with a loan, sh basically a legal loan shark, a high, high interest lending company on our behalf. It was all fraud. Anyways, the, um, the government stepped in, the police stepped in and he was, these people were charged. We're still out the money in an, in a huge legal battle with the banks and the lawyers that dealt with this person because they should have known they, he wasn't, he was actually, uh, Here's something you need to understand. Knowing who you're doing business with, these two people that we had invested with, we didn't know things like um, institutions called like Redmond Vicom. These are institutions that are governmental that if you are sanctioned against these the, by those uh, organizations, you are not allowed to do real estate in this country and in this province. Well, there was large banks and large legal firms doing up these the documentation for this building that we invested in they are legally responsible to vet that sort of stuff. And they weren't. So that's who, as a collective, we've gone after to get our investment back. But those are things that really Keith and I should have been aware of a little, you know, a little bit more legal knowledge. You know, this day and age, we found out, you know, years later when, when this all came to light that we could have just Googled his name and it would have shown right up. The documents came right up on the internet that he had been sanctioned by the real estate um, authority board and that he shouldn't end up doing real estate and we just didn't know. So ignorance is not bliss and, and that is not a defense, okay? So, but that is how easy it can be for someone to take away your power. Now, let's just back this up. If things had still seriously gone sideways and say, especially in, with the renter, we never got our rent and she stayed till the end of the month and kind of mucked up our the beginning of our vacation because we wouldn't have been able to leave our property until the locks were changed and she was locked out. You know, we just couldn't. This person was illegally living in our home and not paying rent. Our investment, that money could be lost, thousands of dollars. You still have to be able to walk away with a lesson and not feeling like your power has been taken from you because it's never, it's just an illusion. Your power being taken away from you is an illusion. So just imagine this in my meditation book. This is how the lady was describing it. She was playing with an empty pop can on a table. She was in a diner with a friend having lunch and her friend, he grabbed the pop can from her and started tossing it in the air. And he says, do you see how quickly I, you relinquished your power? You just let me take that pop can. Now, what he was pointing out was there is that that is an illusion. I haven't really taken your power. It's an empty can. But the analogy is relate that to your own life. How quickly could you feel that your power is taken? You know, the second my renter is standing at my front door telling me I don't have to leave and I don't have to pay you until the end of the month, you know, what? I feel immediately like my power has been taken away. It's like it's hang on a second, I own the home, we pay the mortgage, you know, we should have some rights. For a short period of time, we felt we didn't. These are the things 
that you need to recognize in your head to understand that no one can take your power. And so what the meditation book kind of said today was put yourself on equal ground. A lot of times we as human beings get very caught up and maybe you even feel this way about my, uh, of me listening to my podcast, that you feel I'm an expert on something. Well, do you know what? I have a lot of knowledge and I enjoy sharing it with all of you, but I've lived a life that had a lot of go- things go on in it and I've learned a lot and there's a lot of things I just like to learn and I like to share that with you. But that doesn't mean that I have more power over anything than you do. We tend to allocate people as like gurus and above us. Now, lots of people don't. Successful people mentor and have mentors and things like that. But I'm talking about you feeling like a victim, like you have given up power, that choices are being made for you, that you have no control over. That's what I'm talking about here. And in that particular case, no, everyone puts their pants on one leg at a time, okay? Here's a, here's a funny little example of the difference between Canadians and Americans. In Canada, we have a lot of movie stars that film up here. Well, in Canada, that's really nice and it's wonderful, but there's not as much swarming of celebrities up here. We are... We try to be courteous as a culture and to us, you know, they're wonderful. We appreciate them, but they're just people. But in the States, there is this huge star quality that happens down there and mobs of people will, you know, drive celebrities crazy. And I just, I don't get it at all. Personally, I can appreciate someone's talent and I appreciate when someone is, is amazing or incredibly bright or incredibly gifted, but they're still just people. Okay, and they deserve their privacy and they deserve my respect and they don't deserve me to be stepping into their lives and annoying them on the street, things like that. That's that's kind of just how I I feel about those things. And a lot of Canadians do. And I'm not sure culturally why there is that difference between our countries. I just you can see it on social media and television and things like that. So what um, Melody Beattie is talking here is. It just might be easier if I read it. Remember, if you give up your power or decide that someone has power over you, you'll begin grousing, sabotaging, and doing sneaky little things to equalize that relationship. Actually, I started this too too soon. To feel like you have your power. But there's another way, a better way, one that will help you and heal you. Put yourself on even ground, on equal grounds. So that was the point I was trying to make. So I, I started reading a little too late in her, in her, um, in her, her uh, meditation here. Because it's an illusion Okay, it is an illusion. And when you can understand that and and understand that power that the power that you're giving someone else or the credentials you're giving someone else and thinking that they're more than you and you're less than them, that is simply an illusion. You can appreciate that they may be brilliant or they may be very wealthy and they've done amazing things to create that wealth. But the bottom line is we're still all just people. Okay, and no one can take away your power unless you give it up. I hope that helps and has you thinking about a few things today. Um, Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.